friend, it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, how you doing, man? You look Hi. like you got some sun. Did well, you get thank some you. Sun? Thank you. Thank you for noticing. Did you? I, I'm assuming. No, I didn't. You laid in a tent. Let's let's uh, have a let's have an honest no, moment. So let's I, have an honest. I had the weekend ever, off. Have you ever laid in a tent? Oh, absolutely. I have to. Uh, I was now. Granted, I was a college kid. Yeah, uh, I would, yeah. That, I mean, it wasn't that recent that for was, me. Thought that was going to be a, I, a good. Thing I did for my me. senior year of high school as we were about to go to Panama City, and I'm yes. redheaded for those who are not aware. And I thought maybe I will prepare my body for for the sun at Panama City. Uh, by laying the tanning bed leading up, it did zero things for me. <laughs> zero. I I actually can tan fairly well. It's just I, I just don't really need to. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like I am now to the age where I have to go to the dermatologist once a year. <laughs> I have to deal yeah. with all of those things. Right. But, yes, I uh, spent the weekend away uh, this weekend. Had a weekend um Get away with my oldest son. He played in a big ball tournament um, in Georgia, and uh, are super proud of him. And they competed against some of the best teams in the country, and uh, did really, really well. And he did fantastic. But there was a lot of sun, yeah, a lot of sun all weekend long, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and um, and so yeah, uh, I picked up a, a, a bit of sun. It's I, nice. I'm I'm glad the warm weather's finally here. I feel like we were in the longest cold stretch. I've ever been a part of in my life. Really? I don't know if that's true, but it sure felt. Do like you that. feel as if possibly it has just it felt colder to you because you're now so thin? Because <laughs> I'm wasting away. Yeah, because you're wasting be, away, as people say. It could be uh, that. Could be it. Certainly. You're like but, I feel like I've had a, sh- a shiver. For but even months. even this even uh, last night I was putting some clothes away and there was a long sleeve shirt in. The recently washed clothes, and okay. I thought we are almost into June, and there's a long sleeve shirt, which means I wore it recently, right? Because it was cool, right? And then this week is going to get up to ninety, so I'm yes. happy about yeah, that. Yeah, and I believe next week, like ninety two or something like that, yeah. going to be quite yeah. Warm. And, and then here's what's going to happen. Okay, give it to is, me. Is uh, everybody's going to start complaining about how hot it is? Right, and yeah. uh, and then we'll have a major discussion about global warming. Yeah, and it, uh, uh, but at least you don't have to wear your mask. But traditionally, here's the good news: it's just always hot in the summer. Yeah, it is. That's what happens. It, you it, know, it's weird. And, it's and, weird. And in how the that winter, works. I find myself cold. Yeah, it is weird at times. Oh, how is it so cold? It's wintertime. <laughs> how is it so hot? It's summertime. That's I feel as if I feel like we have uh, failed our listeners. Okay. Uh, it feels like maybe the last two or three weeks we've started discussing the weather. <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. that, I think that That's, actually makes us one really old. That, yeah, that shows And our I age, think it also sure. kind of is the default like conversation during the uh, greeting time at church. Yes. The first thing is, yes. what about this weather? Man, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's going to be a beautiful day, yeah. right? And I feel like we need to be careful because we actually wor- do have other things to talk yeah. about. You working hard or hardly working? <laughs> huh? Huh? First off, I hate that saying. Oh, uh, I call man. that elevator talk. Did, you get on the elevator, that's people usually just kind of go there. Right. You know, it, I like to not talk. Is there anything that your either parents or grandparents did <laughs> that, uh, that, that, you kind of look back at and, and you can see in retrospect, like, you know, that was something that was either kind of socially uncouth <laughs> or it was, um, 
or, you know, maybe a little silly or awkward, but uh, because the list could be extensive, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, for, yeah. for both of us. Uh, <laughs> but the question, though, connected to that is, is there anything that you've seen them do that you now observe yourself doing? Yes. Okay. So my, my dad used to, uh, and still does, uh, he'll ask something or he'll say something, and I go, what does it matter? And he's like, I'm just curious. And I find myself say, I'll say something to Aaron and she'll go, what does it matter? And I, I'm just curious because <laughs> we'll just be driving down the road and I go, why would they do that? And to look in somebody's yard or, yeah. or you know, somebody's yeah. vehicle and I'll ask a question. She's like, what does it matter to you? And I'll go, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. And that, that, and as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, oh no, I'm turning yeah. to Mari Wood. That is what he says. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. I, so I, that's the biggest thing is I'm, I'm nosy is what that means. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I feel like with my father growing up, um, I can remember, uh, my dad has a, a great sense of humor, like, which is funny because you don't, he's not necessarily like a large personality per yeah. se publicly. Uh, in fact, I think maybe some would say he's, he's even a, a bit quiet at yeah. times, but like in the home, just like larger than life has this great, funny, super funny, dry wit, everything about him. But I can remember at times growing up, he would like make like a, like a, a joke or a statement and it, almost in an effort to kind of prompt our mm. laughter, he would <laughs> say something, he would be like, I, I have no, I'm just going to give a tagline, you know, it'd be like, and then the bunny jumped over the road. Mm. He, would, he would give this like kind of a hum. And it was almost like, do. it was like prompting yeah. the like, oh, noise is coming. We're all supposed to laugh. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've begun to notice. Oh, you started the hum. Like, like prompting, I'm like prompting people's yeah. humor. It's not. It's, it, I don't necessarily know if it's bad. It's just unique. It's just we know what's funny. So from here on out on the mm. uh, from here on <laughs> from here on out on the show, every time I, yeah. it's almost as if I'm deciding, hey, this is funny for you. Yeah. So yeah. whether you actually deem yeah. it funny or not, I'm determining in advance it is funny. I'm going to go ahead and give you a lead in to begin to it's laugh. It's like when Jeb Bush said, please clap. <laughs> Which was maybe the saddest moment I've was ever that, seen in my life. Did, did he say that um, intentionally or was he reading a prompter? No, he said it intentionally. Oh, there was my. no prompter. He was talking to a crowd. It was when he was running. It wasn't running. like the Anchorman moment. No, no, just no. I, that, would have, that would have been more understandable. Right. This was he was uh, when he was running for president back uh, – during Trump's first run. Okay. Uh, and so there was a huge, you know, there were Rubio, all of them were running. Right. Every Republican in the country were, was running for president at that point. And Jeb Bush was talking to a crowd and he said something that, that happened when he was governor of Florida that was really good. Right. And probably deserved clapter, clapter. That's not a real <laughs> word. Um, mm. but he, he, it probably deserved applause, but nobody clapped. And he, like his body language and everything, he shrunk his shoulders down. You can find it on online. He shrunk his shoulders down. He cocked his head and he went, please clap. <laughs> and uh, that's all he needed. I knew right in that, that moment, is this it's man over. is not going it's to over. win the primary. It is over. Yeah, that's not, not what you don't need to. Uh, it's like when a comedian says, please laugh. Like, right. Okay. You're, you've you're, lost, you've lost the me. crowd you if you were, if you're yeah, having and, to and ask us to do that. I, I will say there are times as a pastor that I give pre people permission. So please meaning, say amen. Well, no, I will, I will like, I'll say something and you can, 
you know, I'm like really fired up right, about right. something and you get this kind of like smattering yeah. of claps, but it's yeah. like everyone doesn't know. And I'm like, you can clap. Like yeah, you yeah, can, yeah, yeah. not for me, but like we can yeah. get excited about the, the victory it's in Christ or the power of the gospel or yeah, whatever it may be. Like you know, we, can, you, we can do that. If you were raised in a traditional Southern Baptist church, a lot of that didn't happen. And right. so I think as we, as we inch, you know, into 2021 or even, even in the 2000s, you found, I'm, there was plenty of times where I found myself in, in church going, I, I kind of would like to clap, but I'm not yeah. going to clap. Like I want to be expressive um, in that. Yeah. And, and, or, or you would, but then you would go to like a youth conference. Everybody's <laughs> acting all crazy. Then they come back to Sunday for youth Sunday and it's like everybody's standing there with their, you know, like so we then can't the, show so then, you that so we're the, excited. So then the youth group all stands together yeah. and has a ton of excitement while the rest of the crowd does not. Yeah, or uh, or they're like youth, listen, youth Sunday. We I don't want to come to that. We are clearly talking in broad generalizations. Oh, for sure, that's here. what we do. Uh, and so we understand. Fortunately, even we've both been a part of churches where that's not always the case. Yeah. No, I'd say. And let's be honest. We have been a part it, of churches. It is. That have. It is easier to get. Uh, into it when there's more instruments and correct stuff. Yeah, a little sure. bit harder sure. just a piano and organ to be like hey you know right so so you mentioned jeb bush you talked yeah. about a, a misstep with his words yeah. here's the all thing that i want to bring up this morning uh or i apologize this afternoon uh when i think about Politics. We mm. talk a lot about politics around here, but not so much in perspective of how wonderful they are. <laughs> yeah. We often talk we about don't usually do that just no. how many blind spots there yeah. really are on both sides of the aisle. Yes, uh, and it is unique. I mean, we see this. We could probably have this conversation four years ago. We might be able to have this conversation in four more years. Hundred uh, percent. And I'm sure the station will just keep on oh, just yeah, for bringing sure. us back for yeah. year upon year upon year. And so we could probably have this conversation. But it's just amazing how you know in our previous administration anything that was said uh, that was a a, a gaffe. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot. There was a lot. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot. And some were intentional and some were, I mean, sorry, some were unintentional. There were true gaffes and then some of them were just goofy statements, yeah. you know, and unwise things to say. You, you knew when he was going off prompter. Correct. Correct. Yeah, for sure. And so there's a, a, a you know, this constant movement of yeah. like, well, let's discuss it. I have noticed that our current administration has a number of gaffes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of a, when it's asked, when, 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 when there's inquiries r- related to those gaffes, it is, well, he just misspoke. Yeah, for sure. And, and so I just always find that, and, and again, it would have been the same way the other direction around. Yes. It's just, yeah. it's just funny. I mean, again, I think I, I, I point all of this out to say, um, one, have you noticed that? But yes. then two, guys, we just have to be mindful. Again, this is not why we put our idol, we, we, it's not why we, we, we cannot make these folks idols. We just cannot. Yeah. Um, because it, it's just so, uh, it's it just so, uh, you know, back and forth with the ebb and flow of yeah. culture and the ebb and flow of political movement. Well, and I think, I think too, it says a lot about who we are and, and what we do in our everyday life. So if I'm, if I'm hanging out with you and we're in a group or if you're speaking in front of a crowd and, and you misspeak, and somebody wants to poke fun, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to say, look, that, that happens. Have you ever spoke in front of a crowd? Right, right. But if it was somebody I didn't really like, 
Then I'll go, I'll just, I'll just pile in with you. Yeah, can you believe he said that? He probably did that intentional. What are the but chances that people are doing that right now about us? Probably. I mean, we've had our, I mean, Already. I said a clapter. You did a while say ago. clapter, which was solid. Yeah. And so, and so I think it says, a, depending on which side of the aisle you fall on, when you hear President Biden say things, you may pile on or you may go, oh, he just misspoke. That happens to all of us. And the same thing happened when Trump was in office. And so we, but we do that in our everyday lives. We we are happy to pile. I was talking to somebody. It was interesting. We were at the playground at Shoreline on Sunday after church. Okay. And a family came up, and we're talking, and and they were like, "So where where are you from?" And uh, Aaron said, "I was from Lewisburg." And I said, I interrupted because I was like, "Same county, but I'm actually from Cornersville. That's where I grew up." <laughs> and uh, and the the girl was like, "I know people from Cornersville." And so we, it was a small world. Like we right. knew the same people right. and she was like, I was all over corners were riding my bike and all this stuff. Oh, that's fun. And, and so it was, it was really cool. But, but we have, I was, I was explaining to her why I spoke up and said I'm from Cornersville and not Lewisburg is because we were, uh, going to Cornersville school, which was school because it was K through 12. Right. We were conditioned to not like Marshall <laughs> County, that's the right. high school, the Lewisburg and, yeah. and all them. And so <laughs> I told her, I said, even today, if I run into somebody, and I, I got a dude in my mind right now. Yeah. He's never did anything to me. <laughs> but if I ran into him today, I, it would be like this competition. Yeah. And 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 it's because we l- lived on different aisles, so to say. We at times and, have situational uh, and um, uh, maybe we might even call it uh, convictional, um, you know, kind of biases. Yeah. Uh, and, and so – there is a point that you're like, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we all misspeak. And then listen, we are, we are not telling anyone to give someone a pass for no. things that are blatantly yeah. against the counsel of, of yes. the word of God, uh, things that are blatantly, uh, hurtful <laughs> for, uh, you know, humanity as a right. whole, um, things that are, uh, against, uh, life. I mean, whatever it may be, there, there, there's a number of things that we're not saying, Hey, listen, just yeah. don't turn your head. But we do have a tendency to kind of pick on people based on if they fall under our convictions or line up with our convictions or not. And we probably just need to give grace on yep. the secondary, tertiary things just to everybody. And I would just say, if you've never read a teleprompter or spoken in front it's of a large easy. group, come on, it is, it is not as easy as you think. There's actually a TikTok trend going on right now where a news person has posted their teleprompter and people are trying to do it. And they are struggling so hard. And I'm like, yeah, it is not as easy as you think. We'll be back. You know, it's interesting. This this is about sharp-dressed men. And both of us are literally wearing T-shirts. And tennis and, shoes, uh, tennis tennis shoes. Yeah. Tennis shoes? I'm yeah. in Adidas. You're in Adidas. Yeah. We're sponsored by Adidas. Right. Uh, would love to Did do. they know? Did they know, know yet? I don't know. Have they, I would they've love not to been do. notified yet yeah, that, that, that they're there. sponsoring us? Our people will get in touch with their people. Oh, great. And uh, Great. You know, we'll, and so, like, our people, it means, like, maybe Carrie yeah. would just and then, come And then the we'll be like, uh, hey, use Between Sunday's discount code. <laughs> People are going to be like, why is this discount code not working? I'm yeah, supposed to get strange. 15% off and it's not working. Yeah. I, I don't know. Keep trying. Keep hmm. trying. Keep plugging in an email Adidas and say, hey, <laughs> I've tried this discount code. There's a radio show that keeps talking about it. Love you guys. But I'm not sure Love why it's show. not working. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, not it's sure either. So, hmm. yeah, we, we may not necessarily fall into the category of sharp-dressed yeah. man today. Well, while we're talking about 
uh, clothes. Okay. Uh, I am wearing a pair of, uh, they're called, the brand is Roan. Okay. R-H-O-N-E. Okay. And they are some of the most comfortable pair of pants I've ever put on my body. Yeah, wh- whatever they are, I couldn't pull them off. Yeah. Well, they, I, was, I was noticing them on the way in. I mean, they're cool, but I, I couldn't well, wear Well, they're them. super comfortable. And the other, there, I, I, I have a few pair, and I was wearing them, and they're super stretchy. And, I mean, you could literally go work out in them if you wanted to. But they also kind of work for, like, wearing casual or wearing yeah. the work. Um, and the other day I was thinking, I was like, what is it? There's something familiar about this material. Oh my! And it it reminds me of my baseball days of just wear, so it's like I'm wearing baseball pants that have different that have pockets and things really? like that. But it feels very much like baseball pants. I mean, I, I, uniform pants. I don't know. I don't know how to voice this on air, but I think during the break I would like to touch. Touch yeah. the pants. Well, it feels, I think I it like, feels to, like that. Because I, I have boys that play baseball. Yeah. I'm around baseball pants yeah. all the time. I would, I would it, like it to feels like test that. this. And, so and, after the break, I mean, we're, we're, we've got a full segment here, yeah. but upon the return yes. of the, from yes. the, the next break, I will give a report yes. and I will decide if and, they actually feel like baseball and, pants. And so part of me is like, hold on, you know, they, they charge a premium price. Right. Uh, because they talk about there's this special material. And now I'm going, hold on. I think you just took my bike. I think I just got baseball some, pants. Some Rawlings baseball and pants. And now and you're that, saying, "Hey, you got to spend the money to get these." Huh. But they feel they feel like baseball All right, pants. Well, well, there's something to look forward to. The Another rest of the sponsor. Show if Ron wants to sponsor yeah. the show, that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, or he, I would even accept a sponsorship from Bike. Yeah. That's uh, true. So, true that. Anyways, I, uh, I could. Can I mean? Could we pull off a good pair of coaching shorts during the uh, summer? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I am, I am all in favor of the short shorts coming back for men. All yeah. in favor of that. I don't know if I'm going to step into the coaching shorts. The coaching shorts. That's yeah. just to me. Felt I don't know like, if I'm felt like they that. needed to be, felt like their length was determined by just enough where the pocket didn't hang out from yes. the bottom. You know, yeah. you're like, I mean, they're yeah. just about that yeah. short. Hey, so today, I need you to give me a bit of an insight into what is happening uh, related to um, this this uh, potential activity related to Roe v. Wade yeah. and and, and uh, abortion and a potential Supreme Court here. I mean, all those things. Can you can you let myself and our listeners yeah. know? Because obviously, this is your world. For those that are maybe new to the show today. Andrew is the executive director of Hope Resource Center, an incredible, incredible resource to our community, an amazing ministry here in our community that fights for uh, the purpose and cause of life. And so um, he's an expert on this. Give us a a peek into it. Yeah, so so just just to give you some context, we have seen over the last, I mean, 10, 15 years, you've seen uh, state after state after state pass laws that would restrict abortion in some way. We've seen that here in Tennessee. We've, we've seen it in Alabama. We've seen it in Louisiana. We, we've seen it in, in what, what people would typically call uh, conservative or red states. And so they're, they're, they're pro-life. And then you've seen places like Virginia North Car- or uh, New York and, and Illinois and, and other places go the other direction, saying, hey, you can get an abortion here up to nine months. Right. And, and so the reason why you're seeing those things happen is because I think a lot of people have seen the writing on the wall. Hey, Roe v. Wade was passed in 1970, was, was put in place in 1973. <clears throat> and, and so, 
uh, that allowed abortion to, to occur. But, but a lot of folks are going, we don't know how long Roe's going to, to stay in place. And if Roe v. Wade were overturned, then it would go back to the states. So Tennessee even has a trigger bill, meaning if Roe v. Wade is overturned, abortion is illegal in Tennessee. Like it goes into effect. And so what, what's happened is even this year, we've, we, across the country, we've had over 500 pieces of legislation across the country in states, pro-life legislation looking to restrict abortion. And so what you had with Roe v. Wade and then what you had in 1992 with Casey versus Planned Parenthood, which was Pennsylvania versus Planned Parenthood, you, you had a, they, they put in the undue burden. So what that means is we're, you cannot pass a law that's going to be an undue burden on a mom looking to get an abortion. And, and so the question is, what's the, how do you define undue burden? And, and really it is so broadly defined that it could mean anything. Right. And so you, you've seen states pass pieces of legislation, whether it be a heartbeat bill or a 48 hour waiting period right. that we passed here in Tennessee or, uh, or whatever. And, and they immediately go, get caught up in the courts. And, and the Supreme Court since 1992 has not taken up those cases that really put their sights on Roe v. Wade. And so what happened just this week is Mississippi in 2018 passed a gestational age act that says no abortions can occur in this state after 15 weeks. That immediately went up in the courts. It's been, it's been in limbo at the courts. And the Supreme Court this week said, we are going to hear the appeal of Mississippi. And so what that means is for the first time since 1992, which I was, th- I've heard people say, you know, in decades, and I'm like, 1992, that's not that far. But no, that is, a, that's almost 30 years ago. Yeah. And so Zach and uh, AC were still in exactly. High I mean, it, it's, it's crazy that when I hear the nineties <laughs> and I think it's not that long ago, but it really is. And so the Supreme Court has said, we are taking up this case. Uh, what does that mean? Well, that means currently we have a conservative majority, uh, at the Supreme Court. You have, uh, President Trump, uh, appointed Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. Yep. Uh, and so now the court had flipped because Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and, and Amy Coney Barrett kind of was that final thing. Right. So what I believe, uh, unless, unless we're about to see one of the biggest political miscalculations in the history, I believe the court knows they have the votes and that's why they took this case. I don't think a conservative majority court would have took this case if they didn't think they had the votes. Mm-hmm. And so they just need five. Thomas and Alito are slam dunks, no doubt. Right. I believe Amy Coney Barrett's a slam dunk, no doubt. Mother of seven, Catholic. Uh, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, I still believe are, are good. We don't even, at that point, we don't even need John Roberts. Yeah. And, and so John Roberts is always the, uh, he likes to be the final deciding vote. That's sure. what he does. He sure. did that on marriage. He did, he, that's, right. that's kind of his thing. Hey, I'm going to be the middle of the ground. He, he's a, was appointed by a Republican, but he always kind of lets it be known. I'm going to be the deciding vote. Well, he doesn't have to be the deciding vote on this. Yeah. So I think he'll probably go with the majority and vote in favor of Mississippi here. And, and, and for me, letting Clarence Thomas or Amy Coney Barrett write the opinion, Letting a mother of seven write the opinion that that saw the undoing of Roe v. Wade might be the greatest flex of all time. Yeah, and and so I don't know if that's what's going to happen. What what I do know that if 
if they take the, if they agreed to take this case and they vote against Mississippi and, and they say this is an undue burden, what you will see is the establishment that has been put in place implode. What that, what right. I mean by that is we have been, I've been told my entire life. It's about the, it's about, it's the, about courts. the courts. Vote yep. for this guy because he'll get you the courts. That's what we were told about Bush. That's what we were told about McCain. That's what we were told about Romney. That's what we were told about Trump. Yep. And so Trump actually got to appoint three justices. And then you look at the Federalist Society, which again is saying this is why we vote for these candidates because we want to get these uh, originalists on the court. And, and so if, if they vote against Mississippi in this case, wow. the Federalist Society, the, all of the arguments on the campaign trail about vote for me and we'll get the courts in, in right order will go out the window. You really do just have to start almost <clears throat> it, 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 everything you know, you just almost goes away in terms of yeah. just kind of the way that we function. And we have to think right. too, President Trump said multiple times, he didn't say I'm gonna, I'm gonna appoint pro-life judges. He said I'm going to appoint judges that will overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, none of those candidate, none of those uh, appointees said that in the hearing. But you got to think they told him behind closed doors, "Yes, sir. If that comes to the to the table, I will overturn it." So we'll see. I do think we have the votes. It's going to be interesting to watch. We'll, we'll probably find out in June or July what they decide. But talk about a legacy builder for the previous administration. That will be something. We'll be back. I ain't as good as I once was. Toby Keith. I got a few years. I feel like. I feel like. Traditionally, hmm. I feel like it traditionally, uh, Dave, our incredible producer, just sets us up really, really well. But in this case, I actually feel like it was almost a passive aggressive, like, like shot at us. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys used to do this, yeah. okay? That's right. You, this You're show, not as good as this you show once. used to yeah. be pretty good. Yeah. But now, meh. yeah, not eh. as good as you once eh. was. Yeah. And hey, listen. Maybe he's right. There's probably some truth to that. <laughs> yeah. There's probably some Could truth be. to that. Could Man be. of me. All right, so what else has been going on in the societal landscape that we need to know about? Well, I mean, I don't know if you heard, but uh, my dad heard. He told me today that uh, <laughs> Prince Harry, Prince Harry's in the news because he said the First Amendment in in the U.S. is bonkers. 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 I believe that was actually the word that he used. That was the word he used. Right? Which he probably said, bonk, I'm not going to lie. I don't even have a British I'm not going to lie. Like I clearly uh, value the oh, first amendment, goodness. you know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, but on the other hand, like I do appreciate the use of bunkers. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I mean, I, yeah. I'm a strong supporter here's of that. The, here's the thing. It is a, first off, I mean, you could get them back and forth about, well, we won and, <laughs> and we're America. So like, who cares what you say? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but it's like, uh, this is what I told my dad. I said, daddy, People that didn't grow up with the liberties that we have, right? Of course, would look at the First Amendment and say it's bonkers. That doesn't mean we need to change it. It just and means so it doesn't make a lot of sense. So for listeners to them. that do not know the First Amendment, it is yeah, freedom of speech, right. freedom of religion. And freedom so, of what press. you have to know there is again, it actually goes back to what we started with at the beginning of the show: is that at times people have convictions based yeah. on circumstances that have been very personal to them. Yep. It's not necessarily looking at the larger good. Openly, it is at least looking. Now, I, I don't know the first thing about the royals. I, I <laughs> would, I would be completely amiss yeah. to imply that. Yeah. However, even if someone looks at certain things that he has done in recent days, there is no doubt that guy watched his mother 
basically sure. be killed by yeah. uh press. Yeah, by the press yeah. in many ways. I mean, truly. Well, paparazzi. Yeah, by yeah. paparazzi. Yeah, right. he probably considers that. And the then has just seen his life be under a microscope yeah. his entire life, and sure. has probably had more hurtful things said about him and about his yeah. family. Then maybe, tr- truly, maybe more than any human about his on the wife, planet. His, his wife. Yes, you know I mean, yeah. I mean truly. Like, if you think about, is there a group of people that are more, um, you know, just completely drilled down upon in terms yeah. of every detail of what they do, and and all kinds of speculation and all kinds of um, you know opinion. And so there's this piece that you're like, man, I don't want people. Pe- yeah. pe- there should be there should be like limits on what people yeah. can say or cannot say. Again, it just reminds us that man, sometimes we look at things from a really small. Perspective. Well, that and, and and the problem is the uh, that that might make you go, yeah. I mean, I think there should be restrictions, but then you go, well, who decides what what is to be restricted? And so, yeah, okay, that that was that was terrible, and, and they shouldn't have said that, or they shouldn't have uh, printed that. But then, if you go the other direction, who decides? Right. So then, who who decides what church can be open and closed? Right. Who decides what what press is good and what press is bad? Who decides what's okay to say and what's not okay to say? Right. And so that's where the whole point of our our uh, constitution and the founding was. Hey, freedom sometimes is messy, but freedom is is something to be cherished. Right. And that's the hard part. And, and, and for Christians, we look at that and go, yeah, I wouldn't say that. Right. But you do have the freedom to say that. Yes. And, it, and it's a weird for somebody that didn't grow up in that in that mindset. It's a it is a weird thing. So my question for you as a Christ follower. Yeah. When we think specifically about the First Amendment, and mm-hmm. let's let's focus, you know, specific to speech here. Yeah. Okay, you know, um, right there, there has to be an idea that I'm given certain liberties as sure. an American and certain freedoms. But even as we see in Scripture, you know, I mean, all, all things may be what we I get this idea they may be permissible, mm-hmm. but they may not be beneficial. Yep. <laughs> and don't we think that has to be mindful for us as Christ sure. followers? Like, hey, yeah, like, listen, I can say a ton of things, and it's not against the law. And I can I can have my constitutional rights upheld and just kind of spouting off whenever I want to or doing whatever yeah. I want to. But that doesn't mean it's actually beneficial. Well, it doesn't it, mean it's actually advancing the larger kingdom. And that's what Paul talked about when he was right. talking to the Gentiles. He's like, look, we, we have – you have liberties. Right. But sometimes you got to put those liberties on the shelf to further the kingdom, further right. the gospel. So when you're in certain circles, you may not eat certain things. Right. Even though you are completely – uh, able and free to eat those things, you may not do that because you're in a certain circle. You may not talk a certain way because you're in a certain circle. And, and so for us as Christians, we have to go, okay, I do. And I think social media has really amplified this. Right. I have the right to say this. Corey talked about this on Sunday. Right. I have a right to say this, but maybe I don't need to say it. <laughs> right, exactly. You, you do have the right to say it and you're free to say it. But, yeah. but what is that going to do? to your witness, to your walk, to your credibility, uh, to the credibility of the gospel, to the kingdom. And, and so that's the hard part because we are Americans right? and we are Christians. And sometimes that line gets blurred and, and we don't know which one is first. Right. And that's the hard part. I've struggled with that too. And so I, I, I am thinking this, this is a, a, a tiny, tiny, like I, I wouldn't even call it a microcosm because it's not really apples to apples. 
but but I am thinking about something related to our neighborhood HOA. Yeah. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and so there's this like thing that I really want to do. I really want to have kind of an outbuilding on mm, the property. I, I need that. I really need. I, I really could use sure. it. It would open up space. Yeah. And there's this there's this like constant thought in me like listen you know there there's a few other people that have put them up there's also all kinds of people that are just not following hoa rules right. on other things and so like it's the question like okay so i i could probably get away with this yeah. but is it the wisest thing right. for me because i am then going to find myself at odds with some people really unnecessarily yep. you know i'm i'm going to do some things that might tick off a neighbor probably not my like close neighbors but right. it's just one of those things again you're like we can get away with a yeah, lot of I have things. the freedom to do it yeah i've yeah. got the freedom to do it but is it necessarily the wisest thing and that's why i'd like to announce this afternoon that i'll be putting in a <laughs> we're having a building. barn raising <laughs> Yeah, in that full-blown barn. Not only am I not like a little building, building that I'm I can putting buy a barn Lowe's. that's going to actually encompass my house. Oh, I like it's that. It's going to cover the whole house, and it's going it, to the whole lot will be a barn. And because this is what professional radio hosts do, mm-hmm. this is how I transition into showing that I am uh, culturally relevant. Yep. Don't know if you saw, but Ashton Kutcher and oh, what did he his do? wife. Mila, 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 yes, Kutcher, <laughs> Kunis, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was in like GQ or something of that sort. Uh, but they did a big um, like kind of spread on their home. Oh, and it is terrible. Ba- now it's basically um, has all of this like barn like architecture. Really, and Ooh. it's so. Cool. It's like, I mean, you got tons of glass, yeah. but you also have all of these really cool, like, kind of uh, foundational elements of a barn. Yeah. Uh, and it looks so cool. So, just for all the listeners that are thinking, ah, this guy leads a ministry, this guy's a pastor, yeah. they don't know what they're talking about. Boom. Yeah. We, we're Boom. very relevant. Look at us. We're so relevant. And I bet the neighbors came together for that <laughs> barn raising for Ashton. They probably they did. probably don't have any neighbors. They, and nor do they probably have an yeah. HOA. I bet they have no neighbors and a gate to get in. Right. And uh, yeah. And so you know, it's it's mm. interesting as we as we think through that. But that's that's the same. That's why I live in the county. That's why I don't live in a subdivision. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you make uh you make those choices. So when I hear people go, well, you know, they have no right. HOA has no right. I'm like. You, nah, you kind of you said you're going to live there. So occasionally I'll bump <clears> into somebody, uh, you know, I, I, I do some, some, uh, kind of quasi consulting at times for just organizations. And sometimes it's like truly like I'm just sitting down right. talking to a, a guy that's trying to lead his organization or maybe found himself in a situation where his board is unhappy or, or, or it's sometimes it's a board. That is trying to figure out about whether they do related yeah. to organizational leadership, senior leadership, things that sort of. One of the things that I'll sometimes ask is like, okay, so you're unhappy with this guy or this lady doing these things. So were, were these things the things that like were agreed upon at the beginning? Like when they took this job, were these the things that were like discussed? And, and they'll, they will say yes. And you're like, well, well then. They're doing what they're, you asked. They're literally doing what you agreed to. Yeah. Now, you may have not liked it. You may have said, oh, we'll just kind of, you know, 
uh, we'll just kind of accept that or we'll just kind of get over that. But that was a part of their request when they accepted the job. And now they're actually doing that. And it makes you really, really mad. And I'm like, no, this is, again, we have to function under the framework yeah. of what we established from the beginning. I'm not saying that isn't a major oversight on the leadership or the organization. Certainly it is. But it's that same deal. Yeah, yeah, if you don't want to deal with HOA, don't live in the neighborhood. Well, and it's like our, our pig wouldn't be able to roam no, if I lived in no. a HOA. Or you could just continue to keep him inside like you do. Ugh. Well, he he's... He's been sleeping outside. Oh, lately he he likes it out there. It's the warmer days. It's warmer days, yeah. Now I think as it gets super warm, he's probably gonna be like, okay, I need to get in the air conditioned. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean he he. It's weird. Like we have made the I love Carnes Facebook page. We've made it multiple times. Somebody the other day was like, has anyone seen the little pig on on Beaver Ridge lately? Yes. I, we're, yes. we're looking for him, and uh, and then somebody commented, well, he's probably baking by now, you know, and uh. Then people got upset because oh, they were saying we killed the pig. And so then Aaron finally had to get on there. It was like, Hey, he's still around. Like, all he's good. not bacon, weirdo. And, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, all those things. It's just a, it's an interesting thing. You know, we'll be sitting there eating, uh, eating supper. Look out the window. People are slowing down. Love it. Like if that happened in my dad's house, he's coming out armed. Like, yes. what are you doing? But I, I immediately go, oh, they're looking at Hamlet. That's what they're doing. They see a pig in a front yard, and they think, just another, that's Just different. another day at the Wood yeah. household. <laughs> that's right. We'll be back. We won't try to put us to death. Is that, uh, who's that? Is that Mick Jagger? No. The Who. I would have guessed the monkeys. Oh, so that would have been too. a bad guess. That's okay. a good guess. It wouldn't, wouldn't have been a good. The guess, other day, really. Gavin asked me who Mick Jagger was. I was like, "Where did, where, where did hmm. you even hear about Mick Jagger?" Hmm. Uh, but I think, I think he may be. Re- I don't know. I don't. I still don't know. Did he hear something about got moves like <clears throat> Jagger? Uh, maybe, but I, I think so. I explained to him, you know, who he was and and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. He. It's interesting. We the other day, my phone rang. And it was like a unknown, and I actually answered it, and it was Gavin. And I said, oh, "Buddy, cool. who, wh- where are you calling me from?" And he said, "I told Alexa to call you." And I was like, "I didn't even know that was a thing." So he's talking. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, we do that. He's talking to me through Alexa. I said, "How did you tell her to call me?" He said, "Now did it sh- ring as Aaron's phone to you?" No, it no, it just came it, as a random number. Yeah, and it, and I so I said, "How did you tell her to call me?" He said, "I said." Call my account. And it called me. Wow. And then he tried to call my mom. He, they, they are, they believe she has an Alexa that, that she doesn't. <laughs> but, uh, but he tried to call her and it, it said that, uh, it couldn't find her in the contact list. He said, what is she in your contact list? I said, mama. That's what she is in my contact list. Yep. He said, well, I told her to call mama yep. and she didn't, she didn't call, but, uh, but it's, yeah. I don't get to hear my kids on the phone that often. Yeah. And so hearing Gavin on the phone, it was just cool. And then he called me yesterday and he left me a message. Oh, that's awesome. And, and the, but the message ended with like, daddy, I think he thought he was talking to me. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he realized it was a voicemail. Yeah. And so he, he spoke for like 30 seconds and it was like, daddy, wait, are you there? <laughs> He's like, no, no, he's not. That's so. not been there. He's he's still learning about talking on the phone. He is. He is. He's, uh, which, you know, we grew up, I'm sure you did too. Yeah. Like, I was on the phone a lot. Like, yeah. the cordless phone, the wire, the, all of that. Yeah. The corded phone. 
you, you'd make phone calls to your buddies or to girls or, or whatever. Sure. And, uh, and they're just not, they're not getting that. They're not doing that because they don't have phones. So they're not texting or anything like that either. I feel like I need to make a big announcement. Okay. Before the show's over, but it also connects to what you okay. just said. So big announcement is I have a new telephone. Oh. Uh, as you know, I have held on to my iPhone seven plus for a long time and it got to the point where, um, I was just a step ahead, uh, of, uh, just using sign language. Well, then what happens is I, Apple, Apple makes that phone not work. That's exactly what it was to make you want to get another barely even function anymore. It slows down. So I got a new phone, but here was the great irony. So, um, I will, I will not mentioned my provider okay and, and openly i need to say that i i had very good service yeah. uh so it was good cricket works well <laughs> yeah it was not cricket yeah. uh but uh i i had to um i had to make a telephone call mm. while my phone was being uh basically everything was being transferred to the yeah. new phone okay and the reason I had to make a telephone call was because it was related to Carrie's account, uh, and we had to test something yeah. and deal with stuff. And the way that we did that, the way that I contacted Carrie was by using their cordless telephone. Really? <laughs> uh, that was like an old school, legit cordless telephone. Not a, not a cell phone. Interesting. A cordless telephone that like like a landline i guess yeah, yeah. um cordless telephone at the huh. cell phone store it was very unique and i wanted to inquire about it but i was getting such good customer service and as you know sometimes that's a rarity in those yeah, situations yeah. and i was like i'm not pushing it uh yeah. and they take great took great care of me and so i appreciate it but i'm still a little like why would you just not give me an iphone yeah, to right, call from right or, did, or even if you want to give me a Samsung Galaxy, did everything transfer okay? It did great. Pictures, videos, e- literally everything. everything. That's good. I mean, it was as painless of a transition as I've had, and I think maybe that's one of the reasons that I've held off for so long. Yeah, because it feels like know. every time. Now, I will say the iPhone has changed a bit since uh, the Which last iteration. I got the twelve, okay, whatever yeah, it may be, and yeah. so um, yeah, there's definitely some features that I'm like, oh. Oh, I, I am having to learn this. Of course, there's no button to, to right, push. Right, that right. required yep. a little bit for me. I picked it up quickly. It's amazing, but, yeah, how yeah. quick you – and the, the camera's pretty awesome. Oh, it is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, I took a picture of Hayden at uh, the ball tournament this weekend, and I was like, this is yeah. crazy good. Yeah, it's interesting. The you know I always care about the camera, but I'm like, I don't know why I do. Like yeah. I, whenever I'm looking to get a new phone, I'm looking at all the the pros and cons and what is this camera with. I'm like, I'm not a what is it? like. The truth is, the camera on these phones are going to be better than anything I ever used. It's going to be better than the disposables right. I used to use, than the digital cameras I used to use. Like, I don't have to read up on it. I know it's going to be better. It is so better. much better. And did you know that when you're doing a video, this is the last thing. This is a, a trick for everybody. When you pull up your iPhone video. In the top right corner, it'll say 30. Click on that. It goes to 60. Click on it again. It goes even higher, and it gives you a better resolution, and it, it may even go into uh, uh, 4K quality. Wow. So click on it. You'll get a better uh, video feed 
it will drain your battery if you have, leave it on for a long time. And you'll time, have no storage. But it will so. give you quite the the camera and, and the video that and not the default. Wow. So highly recommend that. Hey, our encouragement would be for you to make sure that a default in your life is between Sundays. Duh. We will be yeah. back next Wednesday afternoon. Have a great week.